information provided on this podcast is intended to be educational and informational only and is not considered to be formal legal advice. The listener should not take or refrain from taking action based on its content. Any listener in need of legal opinion upon which to rely in decision-making should consider formally engaging an attorney to review relevant facts in detail and examine the pertinent law as it applies to those facts. So, you've decided you want more out of your life. More than the nine to five. More than paycheck to paycheck. More than lifelong debt. But that leaves questions. Where do I go from here? What can I do without any money, connections, or experience? Our goal is not only to provide you with answers to those questions, but also to motivate people in an authentic way, mentor people who don't have mentors, give back, and hear some inspiring stories along the way. If you're not going to show people what's possible, who is? My name is Aaron Eiler. And I'm April Munson. And and this this is Ground Zero. Because I really love that whole sequence. And if you were looking at the 18-year-old you that knew she wanted to be in acting and knew she wanted to be in front of the camera, but was maybe just a little too shy and hadn't got there yet, what would you say to an 18-year-old version of yourself or even just anyone who's, who wants it but is a little too afraid to do it to just kind of jump and allow yourself to take what's in front of you, even if it's not the bright, shiny school, but if there's an opportunity, you know, would you have done it any different? Would you have just been like, I'm going to go for it at YSU and jump into the acting and just do it because that's what I want? Well, it's so interesting because there is a ton of emotions that came with those like semesters and those years of being surrounded by people that I was very, very uncomfortable being around. Um, so my 18 year old self, knowing what I went through without knowing where I'm at now, I don't know if I would have done that. That was really hard. Like those were very, very hard years for me. But I will say some of those theater kids that were you know, not like the mean ones, but they were friends with some of those mean ones, ended up hiring me for photo related jobs years later. And I can't say that I would do things differently because not those specific jobs or, you know, sessions that I did for those kids. Um, I don't know if those would, you know, be here or there, but what have I gained from those specific jobs? You know, like, I, I mean, I, I want to say every single decision and experience and just outcome of my life, whether I know it or not, there are better things that came from it that I might not be able to go back and look at the domino effect and recognize. But at the end of the day, like I'm very happy with where I'm at now. And so if I had the chance to change anything and have it completely alter my, my now, I probably wouldn't change anything yeah. knowing where I'm at now because it might completely change my entire reality. Yeah. And, you know, I met kids in all different uh, walks of my college life that have really helped shape my photography career in one way or another. And I have no idea if like a bride that took me to Florida, if you really like go back through that wormhole, if this person and that person, this person and that person that she found me through saw one of those photos from somebody who hired me from my college days. Yeah. You know, so Knowing where I'm at now, I definitely don't think that I would change anything about any decision that I made, honestly, at all. Like, I want to say, like, serving, going to school, being friends with the people that I was friends with, not being friends with people that, like, you know, I didn't get along with, dating the people that I dated, they all play a role in where I'm at right now. Yeah. I want to ask another question, and I think it kind of ties into two different parts, so take it however you want. 
what is your perspective on the value of allowing yourself to not jump into college and kind of join the workforce and get that experience and then go to college a little bit later in life, more like non-traditional as we keep hearing. So um, if you want to talk about that in two different parts, you know what I mean? It's, it's that working life and then that later in life college is okay kind of a question. Yeah. What are your perspectives on both of those? So I feel like I'm of the minority um, with my opinion because I do not think with my profession that I needed a college degree. I definitely did not need to put myself in debt. Um, and there are plenty of younger photographers that are more successful than me that literally, you know, got their start many different ways. But the value of what I learned and the relationships that I made and the experiences that I gained from college alone without the degree at all are priceless. And I would do that forever and ever and ever. I went to Europe for an entire month because I went to college. You know what I mean? Yeah. Again, there are people that I met in college that have either shaped part of my personality and now are now like a big, they play a big part or a big role in how I make decisions. And there are people that I met through college that it was again through them and then somebody else and somebody else and somebody else that I, you know, got successful in certain aspects of my business. And I would, I would never tell somebody not to go to college because I think even in the photography industry without a degree, education and constantly like being open to learning is like the most important lesson that I can teach anybody networking too which is interesting because now I want to shift my entire business to educating other people you know so not that I would ever you know say oh I wanted to be a teacher but it's just interesting that I really want to be just like a mentor for other photographers who are in places of distress or despair or you know ready to give up and knowing where I came from and being able to, you know, help them and be a voice and just like an inspiration. I want to say like less of a teacher and more of like a guru. How do you think you could influence someone who wants to be extroverted, but just is not allowing themselves and you know, it's in there. Like, what do you have to say to those people? So that's super interesting because being an introvert and extrovert, I don't think anybody can influence them to change. I think that's like built inside of you. Wow. So, I love that. That was perfect. So wow. people who are introvert, what I hear, because I actually attract a ton of introverted personalities. And I want to say that I'm an introverted, I'm an extroverted introvert. I used to be really shy, but I feel like I always had that personality inside me to be able to talk to people and want to like be surrounded by people yeah. and being like open and friendly and you know, all that stuff. But it's situational. If it's a photography, excuse me, related like instance yeah like I can talk here off for days if we're at a football game with a bunch of random people I don't know I'm gonna be the quietest person in the room and nobody would ever believe I was an extrovert at all (laughs) but introverts in my life always say that it blows their mind that extroverts need to be around people to charge because they need to be alone and go back home after being in a social surrounding or social setting and be back alone to kind of regain all of that energy that was drained from them by being surrounded by people. I'm literally both. Yes. Like there are days where I just don't want to be around people at all. Like I'm just so okay being by myself and being in my own company. And then there are days when that is the worst thing that I could do for myself mentally. And I need to be around people and I need to talk to people. And so I feel like it's a good and bad thing. Like I could come across, I could definitely offend some people, you know, if I feel like I need to be alone in days when they're always like surrounded by the super extrovert talkative and energetic me. 
Um, and I feel like it's also very hard when I'm around and especially romantically around introverts, because then I feel like when we're quiet, it's not good, you know, like, Oh, yeah. like I'm boring or, you know, they, they're not going to want to be in this space. They're going to want to go be around other people that maybe are more, you know, fun. And so it's, I think good and bad for your personal, like mental thoughts. And then also like for the people that you're surrounded by. I also want to ask you now too, going from that, okay, I'm an adult now I'm shifting out of high school friends and, and groups are changing to I'm doing these different things. My support is changing to now I'm serving. Now I'm, I'm changing up to going to college. How has your friend group changed and that support changed and how has that affected like who you are or, or finding yourself or valuing yourself. And yeah, just talk about some of that. So I love talking about this actually. It's one of my favorite things <clears throat> because I grew up with no, like not really a ton of friends, like from a very young age, from elementary school, when I was going to school in Ohio, I feel like I, I did have such a strong personality that I offended a lot of little kids because I had an attitude problem. And so I created a lot of issues for myself because I always wanted to be one of those people that fit in. And I always wanted to have that large friend group. But at the end of the day, if I think about it, I'm not really that type of person that can handle it. I can't handle opinions from a bunch of different people. I can't handle, you know, everything that comes with like being a part of a super large friend group. So it always like kind of, hurt my feelings that mentally I wanted that, but literally and emotionally, I just would never have been able to function that way. And so it's like, why did I have to have like hypocritical personality characteristics? Like it doesn't make sense. Um, and so in high school, I really struggled because Danielle, my best friend in high school was friends with everybody. You know, she was like Harlan, who was the homecoming queen, like super, super nice. Like not necessarily going to all the parties on the weekends, but literally like can have a conversation with anybody and be, and be super outgoing stamped as like yeah. the nicest person in our grade. And here I am eating lunch in the bathroom. <laughs> so it's very interesting. I, for the rest, for my entire life, have really attracted opposites. And so high school sucked. I hate talking about high school. Like nostalgia, absolutely the worst thing ever. I was actually like in a car on in Yosemite last week with a couple of people and they were playing some like 2000s like R&B box. <laughs> and I was like, I wanted to put my headphones in and they were like, do you want me to change it? I'm like, nostalgia, like, like, like being a part of like a, you know, one of the five senses, a sound or a smell or something that brings me back to those early days. Like I don't want to relive them. So I tried everything in my power not to. So like no more good Charlotte, no more like. Diff that's different. <laughs> okay. Like every time you're like riot girl or girls and boys, I think of you, I think of being in your room. More so like the Sadie's Hawkins like playlists, like where it was the, not the roller, it's the roller skating rink, the, those days where like the lock-ins when we would go to the roller skating rink and I'd be like, you know, sitting there, like all the girls have boys and I'm like crying, rolling <laughs> around, just like more like Icebox by, does he have the band-aid on? I don't even know. What you're <laughs> I don't know. Icebox. Um, I'm gonna play it real fast. We're gonna add this in here. The icebox where my heart used to be, and you're gonna know the genre. It's like, oh, I hate it, and it's because I don't. I didn't relate to any. Oh, Omarion. Omarion. Oh, yes. I, okay. Yeah, this stuff like is so triggering. It's so triggering. I'm, oh no, I'd be crying <laughs> in the like roller skating. <laughs> so like the punk rock music saved my life. You know what I mean? That I will listen to for the rest of my days, but it's, it's 
that type of music and certain styles where I didn't fit in. I was the outcast and I couldn't like insert myself that I will always feel so like bad about. You yeah. Know? And so that's fine. You know, I lived through those days. I would never want to live through them again. I actually really struggled a lot as a server too. I made tons of enemies as a server and I didn't understand why. And a lot of it actually I feel is, I don't want to say genetics, but my family is the same way. All my sisters struggle and we don't know if it's like a personality thing that we have or if we're just not very like easy to get along with in the sense that we're very like thick headed and just like, like our opinions are very, you know, like loud. And when I'm in a car full of people and I'm fighting with somebody, it's very awkward. But if everybody's like happy and we're all like getting along, like the conversation flows really well. Like I feel like we hold a lot of space in a situation me and my sister it's just our personalities you know what I mean I don't know if that made any sense but at first I was a little confused I was like genetics I was like what's wrong with me not, not <laughs> genetics but you know what I mean just like my sisters struggle too we all struggle in all aspects like romantically what I'm going through my other sister is going through the same exact thing right now my mom was talking about it last night and so I don't know if it's just something that we all like do from a personality perspective that is just really hard for us to get along with other people you know like we don't we're not pushovers, you know, we're very like, um, I don't want to say we're opinionated, but we're very strong minded. Yeah. And we don't back down from arguing, you know what I mean? You know? And so I really struggled go to the serving industry because I wasn't the person to be like, good morning to everybody. You know, like I'll talk to you if I have like something to say. And I feel like you're kind of like that too. Like if you're not gonna, you know, be fake. Essentially. Yeah. Like if I don't have anything to say, I guess I don't want to just be like, hi, Exactly. And like awkward silence. I, I'm not saying like, I, I, I'm not cocky, but like, I, I don't really like ask people, you know, about like very surface level things. Not that I'm not, I'm not trying to say like I'm cocky. It's just like my life and like the way that I think and like the in interactions that I want to have are going to be a lot deeper than that. Yeah. You want to actually have a conversation with yeah, someone, like, not just be like mundane. How's the weather? Yeah, That's draining my energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, I have a lot going on in my life all the time that I want to preserve that energy for the things that matter. Yeah. And so serving was really hard for me too. That's why I was like such a miserable person. I was very like mean back in those days as well. But now in the photography industry, being a photographer, and I'll say with my like platform, I feel like I do have a decent amount of people that look up to me. Um, I feel like I'm home. You know, I feel Aww. like this is like the, the place that I was meant to be in all along. Like we, we were all the outcasts in high school, you know, we were all the hipsters that had like interesting decision, you know, we, we dress different or we listened to like that alternative music and where I'm from in my small town, there was not a lot of me, you know? And so now I feel like it's like, a, it's the thing to be. I feel like it is very much a trend. Um, and there are a lot of people that come from all kinds of different backgrounds that want to morph into like the photographer stereotype, you know, hats and all that stuff. You know, it, there, it's, there's a stereotype, just Google it. <laughs> but I feel like I have a voice here and people actually like care about like my opinion and, and um, every one of my friends are photographers. Like I have had friends since high school that I've never left the state with and I will meet a photographer once maybe online, maybe in real life. And they, they're willing to travel halfway across the world with me. You know, like yeah. we just have the same morals, the same values, the same interests, and they're my people. So I want to ask you about like protecting that energy because it, it doesn't take much to be in a situation that's going to mentally throw you off. 
and knowing walking into a situation what that's like for you so in this time and even actually now it doesn't really matter time specific how is it for you when you need to allow yourself to walk away from people who you think aren't good for you and it's not you being mean by saying to yourself like this isn't something i want to pursue or someone that i want to be around it's just not what i want for me have you had any experience with that i'll answer that but i want to come i want to go back to what we were sure. talking about after so remind me okay because i want there i have value in what i want to say about being an outcast okay um I want to say I recognize it. I want to say the way that I recognize it might not come across like very nice. You know, it probably does sound cocky because you're almost judging somebody without really knowing them. Um, but I feel like I do attract introverts or I do attract the, whatever the personality is, that's not the alpha. What is that called? And I don't know, like, I guess okay, like the follower type yeah. people who aren't leaders in yeah. the situation. Those are all my friends. Those are all my love interests, literally. Like I'm in a car full of people going through Yosemite and like, they're all like the nicer of the two of us. Like they're all very much similar. And I am the, the you know, one that's outspoken and loud and holds a lot of space and can make the situation awkward if I'm in a bad mood because then I don't want to talk like literally. And I'm not like, I'm not just saying this I can't think of the word, but they literally like throughout the car rides would be like, Ashley, why are you talking? Like, what's wrong? Like, what's wrong? You're being so quiet. So like, I almost feel like now I'm like up, I'm like, I have to hold up a standard because I yeah. am so like outgoing sometimes that when I'm not, it's offensive or awkward. It can make the situation awkward. What's going through your mind? Cool. I like that. I like that I have that much influence <laughs> on my friends. In that moment though, when people are saying that, what's going through your mind? Are you like angry? You want to nope. say something? I love so it. Mean? Or you're just like, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, whenever they ask say. me. Yeah. When they're like, what's wrong? Why aren't you talking? Are you like, um, I don't want to talk. I'm tired but... or whenever like I just, nothing like negative, nothing, you know, like anything bad. It's just, I don't know. I have moments of, especially like in a car, uh, where I just wouldn't want to listen to music. That's how, see, I, I don't want to yeah. say like introvert or extroverts, like spend time alone to bring their energy levels back up or spend time with people to bring their levels, energy levels back up. Like mine is music. Like music is literally like what fuels my soul. And so in a lot of situations, even in, I would say, uh, social situations, I'm the person that like has their headphones in and is not like paying attention to nobody. That's what I want, like, for any car ride, for any, like, travel day. Um, that's where I want to essentially be. Like, I, I listen to music so often and so much that it's just not something that I can ignore for even a day, you know? So if I can find, like, a moment. And then it becomes, like, one of those things where I've had people in the past say that I want to escape my reality or like they're offended that I don't want to be in the present moment. And it's just, it is what it is. I know, I don't let it like get to me. I know like, you know, how I feel about the people that I'm with or the situation it has nothing to do with them. It's just what I do for my self care. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I never knew that anyone ever said that you were like selfish for There's a guy taking it. Well, <laughs> you're taking care of actually in California like last year. Wow. No, that's fine. I think and I know like we have so much more to unpack, but like so many people are going to be able to relate to that because I feel like these are the things that people just don't talk about. I like, feel like a lot of things I talk about, people don't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I, I'm that person that brings up those. 
I love that so much because like, I remember even on our Nashville trip, I knew country wasn't your thing at the time and it was just starting to become mine. But I was like, she put her headphones on. I was like, either she's really mad at me, doesn't want to be here with me. She's not talking to me. I'm so alone right now. And I was like, but I know she's not really into like Florida Georgia line right now. Here's what I have to say about that situation. Okay. And this is what I think sets me apart too. I am very confident in making decisions for myself and not really like, I don't want to say not care because I really care what people think. But I don't know how to put this in a better perspective. If I'm with four photographers and we're not getting along, okay? Like we just like are not seeing eye to eye, like things are awkward. I am not afraid to remove myself from the situation and for my own mental like health and sake, like go spend money on my own hotel or car, car, rental car and do my own thing. I'm not afraid to make my own decisions and like do things on my own. I'm really not. And I think that that's kind of like one of those things where I was like, she's listening to her music. I don't want to be a burden and be like, yo, like I want to, I want to take control of the situation. So I'm going to do the only other thing that I know what to do for that. Like that is almost, I guess, my presumption of what is best for both of us. Yeah. Because I do like care about, you know, other people's feelings and I'm all about, you know, fairness and just making sure everybody's comfortable at the end of the day. Um, but I guess, I don't know if those two things relate at all. It's that I guess I make decisions without kind of like asking other people's permission. No, that's good though. And I love that we're talking about this now because I feel like the more that I even do this, I'm learning about all these different personality types. And I think it's so important do for I have, people like, multiple to realize. Personalities? No, 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 no. But it's just like <laughs> these things that you're saying about you that I'm able to think about specific moments where like you've done this or you've done that. And not that I ever thought it was mean or whatever, but I'm like, that makes sense. Now that makes sense. And it's just learning about each other and talking about it. But in the moment, you're not able to say like, hi, I'm super sensitive to your feelings right now. And I'm so happy this, but I'm going to do this right now. And I hope you're, people just don't say that. And people think one thing and do another. And it's like, I think it's really cool that we're in a place now where everyone's having these conversations and they're trying to get to know each other a little bit better. And we're understanding that not everyone thinks the same. And that doesn't make someone mean for doing what they need to do or not being like, I'm going to say exactly what I'm doing and I want you to understand. You don't have to explain yourself. Like you're allowed to be who you are and other people need to allow them to and not find grief in the situation. And I just, I, I love that. I think that this is so important. Like, I don't know. Like, I, just, <laughs> I think this is so cool. I just think that at the end of the day, like personalities, like just in general are very interesting to me. So I learn a lot about my own. And so I feel like I'm incredibly self-aware. So like, even if in the moment, I'm not going to tell you what I'm doing, I can go back to the situation, and explain why I did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I think about things a lot of like, uh, again, like this is why I want to go back to the whole being, uh, an outcast thing kind of, I think we'll come together. Sure. But the really, really valuable thing about not fitting in, you know what I mean? And being an outcast and meeting all these different people throughout my like time, like life and having hardships that I've gone through. I feel like I can relate to so many different people. Like I, I now have, you know, from the outside, this life that people presume was just handed to me or, you know, was easier. Yeah. And it's like, people don't realize like I came from nothing. So now I can relate to people who have nothing or people who are depressed because I even, from the outside look like happy-go-lucky like might feel guilty about being unhappy but I am you know what right. I mean like I have those moments so now I I feel like I can talk to those people but with my personality like wanting like the as my sisters say finer things in life 
I can also like really get along with, you know, people who are, have had an easier life than me as well, you know, yeah. cause I don't envy that or I'm not like, you know, going to hold anything against anybody in terms of like, oh, you know, you had, you were giving everything in life and I was given nothing. So I'm just going to automatically not like those types of people. Like I want to be like those people, you know, I want to be able to do that for my kids and stuff. And so I feel like being on one end of the spectrum as a child and then slowly growing yeah. to becoming like who I am, I feel like along the way, I can really relate to a lot of people yeah. and having that self-awareness with my personality. I feel like I can, and I don't want to say this in, as like, Oh, I'm being fake, but I feel like I can relate to those different people by, by kind of like transitioning my personality to like being similar to theirs because I yeah. recognize how theirs are as well. There's one personality type I don't get along with. And that's kind of like what your other question was about are there people that you walk away from because they're energy like draining. And that's like the people you are like me. Ironically, I don't get along with people who want to be the center of attention. I don't get along with like, you know, people who want to steal, um, you know, all the people in the room's attention, like in a group or whatever, like they, they just, you kind of can recognize them. I would say like, you maybe be able to, you might be able to like think about people in your life or in your college days or whatever that, um, are kind of like this, but it's like the alphas who are also big energy, who want everybody to kind of, um, be impressed by them. So they're very vocal about their accomplishments and things like that. Those are people that I stay away from because we are going to butt heads because we both want like a similar, like, um, what's the word attention. And so I like the people who are low key because then it allows me to, to be the big person in the room, but also feel like, like less judged, you know what I mean? Because those people that are like me also are going to have like, you know, their opinions on, oh, you know, she's being really outgoing right now and being a little like big with her personality or why do we have to do what she wants to do? And I'm the same exact way. I do have a question. I'm just playing devil's advocate, but for someone listening right now, what would you say to, oh, she doesn't get along with those people because she's not the center of attention. She just can't be supportive of people like that. Why doesn't she get along with them? What would you say to people who might have that in the back of their mind, whether listening? Um, I'm sure that people will, you know, that's why I'm, I'm kind of trying to like walk on eggshells the way that I say <laughs> it, because I'm also talking about myself. No, here. but it's, it's, it's I think this is really cool. I'm not saying that those people are people that I don't like, like necessarily not like, like I'll support them, but I just know at the end of the day, like we are going to have problems. You know what I mean? Like we're both going to want to do what we want to do. We're both going to have opinions and I'm more of the type of person that wants friends who are go with the flow because I do want to do the things that I want to do. I'll be honest about it. And if people are upset about, you know, me saying that, then maybe they aren't as confident in themselves as they should be, you know, having that personality type. Like I will never, you know, say, Oh, I don't like you because you're like right. me. I just know from past experiences that I can recognize that down the road, yeah. we're going to get into an argument, you yeah. know, and it, we might not end up being friends after. Because like my friends who I get in arguments with, like they value me, they love me. I also really love loyalty. And so my friends who stay loyal to me is really important. And people who are like me, who, who again, like want the center of attention, they are going to try and steal that from my, they're going to try and steal my friends. You know what I mean? And my friends who are super loyal to me, that mean the world to me, wouldn't necessarily like do that to begin with. But I also don't want there to be that like competition anyway. Yeah. Like I'm a big believer in like including everybody. 
in, in a room to do all the same things. And like my friends who are more low key and who are, you know, not so, what's the opposite of attention wanting? I don't know. <laughs> Those people, like they're going to maybe, maybe want to do something together, but like, you know, we're going to all talk about it. Yeah. Whereas I feel like people, and I don't want to say like people like me because then I don't want to say that I, I don't want people to think <laughs> that I'm doing this, but I just feel that, I don't know, they might try and, I don't know. I don't know how to, we're, we're deleting no, this that's part. Totally fine. We're that's deleting totally this part. It's very scary being a business owner and like having opinions because then you could just offend the wrong person and like they could go out of their way to destroy you. I need a pen pad over here because that's like a good title, being a business owner and having opinions, like something like along the lines of that. <laughs> like, write that's, it down. that's really good.